This is AutoLine This Week, the show that gets you inside the global automotive industry. AutoLine This Week partnered with the Consulate General of Canada in Detroit to produce this episode. Hi, I'm John McElroy. Thanks for joining us on AutoLine This Week. Last year, as you know, the automotive industry got walloped by the pandemic. At Chevrolet, for example, sales were down 11%. That's an actually pretty big drop. And now the industry is struggling to recover in inventory. Chevrolet, of course, is running at only 37 days of inventory, a, a shockingly low number. And the reason I keep mentioning Chevrolet is my guest for the day is Steve Hill. He's the head of Chevrolet. He's also the vice president of sales, service, and marketing at General Motors. But we're going to be focusing on Chevrolet in particular. Steve, thanks for joining us. Hey, John. It's great to be with you today. Also joining us are two analysts. Stephanie Brindley is with IHS Market, and Michelle Krebs is with Cox Automotive. And welcome to the show. Thanks. Good to be here. Good to have you both here. Steve, as I mentioned, sales down for Chevrolet last year. You're you're running on bare bone levels of inventory, and yet prices are up. Your dealers are making all-time record profits. Something's going right. And what I'd like to get into is what you're launching here called Chevy My Way, which allows, what, customers to take a tour of showrooms and and even speak one-on-one with a subject matter expert. But let's not have me say what it's about. You tell us, what's Chevy My Way? Well, when you think about Chevy My Way, you could think about it in a lot of different ways. So, you know, when obviously we're not doing the same amount of work that we typically do in the auto show circuit, you know, and that's that's a place where consumers really want to shop for a vehicle. So we came up with a digital environment that allows us to communicate directly with one customer or in some cases, like in public relations, we might do one to many customers. Or if we had exciting news about a Corvette, we may get our chief engineer on and say, hey, here's here's terrific new enhancements. Here's something coming for from Corvette. And, you know, talk to, you know, thousands of, of customers at a time. So it's a very, very flexible platform. And it's all designed to get customers in a, in a short period of time, the answers they need, learn about our products, and eventually, hopefully, get them into our showrooms and connected with one of our dealers. What, what can you tell us so far? What's the reaction been from customers and dealers? It, well, it's one week old and the dealers love it. And because they're getting very qualified leads, people that are very interested in buying a vehicle and the consumers like it too, because in this pandemic world that we're living in, this is a great tool for them to begin their shopping process and kind of narrow down their selections of some terrific new product, products that we have to share play. So that's one question that I would have. So you're trying to catch some of the beginning part of the of the shopping process rather than the middle part of the shopping process. And how, following on to that, um, how are the dealerships qualifying um, their 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 prospects in this case? That's all good news that that they are getting qualified prospects. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, we're we're seeing consumers spending somewhere between five to 10 minutes in this process. We have other digital tools. We could talk about shop, click drive that are, I would call it further down the funnel in terms of what a customer is looking to actually transact. I think right now we're a lot of people are in the education process, right? So particularly on EVs and other, as we make that pivot, this is really, really important. People want to know, you know, how is how expensive is it going to be to, you know, wire my house or what's the range of, of the vehicle, et cetera. So, you know, they're in the information seeking mode. 
And then, you know, when they're ready, when they're ready on their terms, you know, we can pass that along to a dealer to, you know, help them find the vehicle they're looking for. So, Steve, you touched on uh, what I was thinking about asking you. You know, the only reason way uh, a lot of dealers got to sell vehicles last year was by online sales. And we've seen everybody kind of play around with that, but it really jump started uh, with the pandemic. Can you talk about where your dealers are in terms of uh, digital retailing and where you see that going? Yeah, it's a great it's a great question. We're, we're very fortunate that we started ShopClick Drive, which is our tool. You, you know about it. Uh, eight years ago, it's hard to imagine that we started down this e-commerce, you know, journey with our with our customers eight years ago. So throughout it, we did accelerate a lot of different tools, you know, in, in terms of online test drives, in terms of used car valuations, et cetera. So we've we've taken a great tool in Shopify Drive and added the capabilities, you know, to, to meet the consumer demands during the pandemic. So, you know, I, I would hate to think if we didn't already have a great platform, you know, what would have happened to us in the marketplace without it? Now, that said, what we're seeing is I think there's this feeling that everybody wants to shop, you know, digitally exclusive. And what you have is you have everybody from A to Z. You have some customers that do want to almost complete that transaction online. And then you have some customers that are just interested in finding inventory. And then you have some customers that halfway through the process really want to have their hand held by a, by a dealer. That's the beautiful part about Shopping Drive and, and Chevy My Way is we can we have a, we have a tool for every customer need, right? And we are seeing the vast majority of people do a combination between online and brick and mortar, and that seems to be where they they're most comfortable for at least for right now. But that may change over time. Well, dealerships aren't going away. No, no, I don't. I don't think so. You know, let, let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, and let's be honest, right? I mean the. You know, buying a vehicle is the second, you know, second most expensive thing that someone has in their portfolio. Or typically, it's your house, and then it's your vehicle. And and you know, people want it. They they want to make sure that they're making a, a smart decision, right? They want to test drive the vehicle. You know, they want to have. You know, they want to see where the vehicle is going to be serviced. They want to have a relationship with someone. You know, it, you know, not not necessarily just digitally. So there are some consumers that do, but I would say the vast majority are looking for a combination of brick and mortar and, and, and clicks. So, so what um, I mean, by uh, the, the operations that it takes to do Chevy My Way, I mean, Chevrolet must have thousands of people going to its dealerships every single day. Maybe not all of them are going to use Chevy My Way, but I'm curious, how do you handle being able to do one on one or even one to many? with so many customers coming to your stores or in this case to the, the website? Well, what we have is for, obviously we have a studio and we have a lot of highly trained product specialists because they're going to be to very tough questions, particularly as you get into some of the more niche products like, you know, like the Bolt or like the Corvette, you better know your stuff because those customers are coming there and they know a lot already. Right. So, um, and then in addition, what we've done is we've built in, in this appointment based, society that we're now living in right you can you can create an appointment or you can just go online and, and talk to someone so that we feel that's also a good good choice because you know very often the person's like you know what i, I need to schedule five or ten minutes uh, you know how about after dinner tomorrow do, do you have an open spot when you're, you're, you're all set so um given that you had shot click shot click drive before and you've kind of worked on some some of these issues and, and digitalization before we COVID hit I mean, other than the fact that you couldn't 
have as many people in stores. You know, what what was the the reason that dealers didn't necessarily want to get as aggressive on this before? And now they're sort of seeing that opportunity without COVID. Would you have been able to kind of bring them along? It feels like GM has had digitalization tools for several years. You've had chats, you've had all sorts of training in dealer dealer situations. And it's taken this pandemic to get kind of everybody in sync. Without that, you know, could you have gotten the dealers on board? And what, other than having no choice, what really got them motivated? And are they seeing the benefits of this opportunity? You know, I, I would say that we had the advantage of being and, and coaching, you know, our dealers along the way. You know, I, you know, the vast majority of our dealers were on Shuffle Drive, right? So, you know, even prior to the pandemic, now, you know, when they see more and more leads coming from Shoplift Drive, obviously they're dedicating more resources to answering those leads quicker and, you know, you know, doing that, you know, online to offline, you know, chatting with customers, calling customers back, et cetera. But we had the advantage of having the, the Chevy dealers very engaged in Shoplift Drive prior to the pandemic. Now, I will say to your point that, you know, it, it has been supercharged because we're seeing more and more people, you know, in that digital environment. So the dealers are obviously more more focused on it. Their their BDCs, their business development centers, you know, are working overtime, right? You know, trying to cons- you know, trying to have a dialogue with these customers. Are you seeing customers have more that combination? That the old image of you go into the dealership and and you try to walk out of out of the dealership with a car the same day, or the dealership tries to get you to walk out of the car with the same day. Are you seeing both sides develop a little bit more patience in in that process, kind of by force? Um, and- and, and a little bit less pressure off the sort of immediate take back. And our consumers now a little bit more willing to wait a couple of days to get the right combination that they need, that they really want, rather than settling for a color they don't like. Right. So I think there's a lot of there's a lot in that question. So let me let me unpack it. It's first of all, what we're seeing is we, we're not seeing consumers that are going to three or four different dealers to find their vehicle, right? They've done their research. They know what they want. They've they've selected the car. They know that car is sitting at that dealership. They know what that dealer is willing to sell that car for. So to a certain extent, we have expedited some of the, some of the shopping, shopping process. Now, to your other point, what we're seeing is, and in many cases, that, you know, the, because inventory is relatively low, you know, we're seeing customers saying, hey, you know, I you have the blue one. I really want the red one. And we've given dealerships tools now where they can actually go in and, and look within our supply chain saying, yeah, I have the blue one here today. And next Tuesday, I'll have the red one. Would you like to, would we like to, you know, actually, you know, kind of pre-work on, on buying that car when it comes in. So we're selling into our supply chain quite a bit with some of these advanced tools. That we're Which seems like a terrific situation for you and for the dealership and the consumer. And, Bingo. It's all three of us, right? So the dealership wins because their wholesale floor plan expense goes down. They don't have to carry as much. You know, we win because we're, you know, we're, we're selling a vehicle and, and candidly, you know, we're, we're able to run leaner too. And the consumer wins because they're getting the vehicle that they want, right? So, you know, in, in this business, when you can fill out that triangle where the, where the manufacturer, the dealer and the, and the customer all win, that, that's a, that's a great, great scenario. Steve, you you touched on it. Um, inventory was a huge story this year. First, we had a whole bunch of it because it wasn't moving at the low point of the pandemic. And then demand took off and we had uh, scant supplies and, and still do. Um, can you talk about where you are on inventory? Because yours looks pretty low to me. And yeah. 
you talked uh, in a briefing recently about some of the things you're doing to better manage that inventory. Right. Yeah. So we, we call we call that Michelle. We call it our focused ordering. And and candidly, I'm the first one to admit where you know sometimes it's better to be lucky than good, right? We didn't necessarily know the pandemic was coming, but we did understand that if we needed to do a better job of managing our inventory. And and one of the jobs that I've had was in the parts business, and we have something called REM, you know, where we forecast what the dealers are going to need in terms of parts. So when we got into the kind of the vehicle side of the business, why can't we do the same thing on new cars, right? So we use advanced analytics, and and when I say advanced, it breaks down to the dealer's zip code to that dealer, understanding what's selling in that market. So now we can work with the dealer and say, hey, I know typically you would order 20. We only have 15 right now. Let's make sure that the 15 are the ones that are selling the best. And we drove that through through our, our dealers. So while they had less inventory, they had the right inventory a greater percentage of the time. And when you can do that, once again, it's great for the dealer. It's great for us. We eliminate complexity in our plants. We're, we're, we're building what customers want. And, of course, the customers get the vehicle they want without having to wait or, you know, go visit three or four dealerships. You know, they, the right vehicles at, at the right place at the right time. That, that's a winner. So the advanced analytics helped us a lot in terms of focus. Steve, I want to continue on that. I find this fascinating. As you know, in the United States, it's all about instant gratification. You want to walk into the dealership and find what you want and drive home in a shiny new car. So I'm intrigued when you say that once customers are presented with, hey, we've got it in the pipeline, it's coming, hold off a few days. It would seem to me that this would allow you on a continuing basis, well after COVID is done with, of operating on lower inventory levels. And I know one of the tools that you've talked about is VinView. Vin, of course, being vehicle identification number. Tell us a little bit about VinView and, and, and can you operate in the future on lower levels of inventory? Right. Well, think of the, the enabler, the great enabler in, in VinView is the fact that we have OnStar on all of our vehicles, right? So, you know, we, we know where the vehicle is. So, you know, and we, we it's our supply chain, right? So. As we built out the capabilities within the supply chain, we've basically given a tool to the dealer to leverage OnStar, leverage it with the information we have in our supply chain to give you an accurate, you know, when is that vehicle going to be at your store and have it be accurate to the point where you can now discuss with the customer and have confidence that the vehicle is actually going to be there. One of the reasons that consumers weren't willing to necessarily wait a week or 10 days is that you know, the estimations that we were giving to the dealer weren't necessarily that accurate, right? So the dealer was hesitant to, to commit to it, you know, so it really probably wasn't even talking to the customer about it. But now that we have a great, you know, degree of confidence the vehicle is going to be there, customer and the dealer, you know, a lot of people are willing to wait, you know, hey, my lease isn't up for, you know, 10 days anyway, that's fine. I can, you know, that next Tuesday works. And it has been, you know, a godsend in terms of our ability to sell into into the pipeline. It is, you know, right, once again, right tool at the right place. And it's really helped us quite a bit. Okay. And just to follow up, you, you think that this opens an opportunity for lower inventory? Where I mean, you pointed it out yourself. Dealers would, could lower their floor planning expense. Uh, you know, for General Motors, it would, it would be great too. And consumers, you know, uh, may have to pay a little bit more, but they're going to get what they want. Yeah. We're constantly looking at that, John, to try to, you know, how do we eliminate waste? That is waste. Inventory, carrying inventory in a supply chain is waste, right? So 
you know, we're looking at ways, you know, we never want to stock out and there, and there is fluctuations, particularly, you know, in, in the pandemic in terms of, of demand. So you got to have some safety stock in the system for sure. But yeah, we're looking for ways to eliminate that waste and, and make sure that the customers are continuing to get what they want. And we do think this is a huge opportunity to do that. So I'm seeing a whole series of technologies and, and resources and investments that GM and, and other companies have made over the years, you know, leading to this this sort of critical point where we can move things a lot, or move things forward. You've had OnStar for what, 25 years? So you've had that access to that information and now you can do something new with it. In the last four or five years, maybe six, you know, advanced analytics has really come on strong. The idea of making sure that your inventory matches, you know, what a buyer in Troy really wants to buy is not necessarily a brand new idea, but you have the opportunity with tools and investments that GM has made over the years to be able to really activate that at that moment, at this moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no question. And and we had the data, but we had it on a more macro basis. Okay. And that that's really the difference, right? So if, you know, I, I live in Detroit, you know, if, you know, what, what sells here in metropolitan Detroit is a lot different than what sells just outside of the metro, right? And in Metro Detroit, it's it's there's still a lot of cars, there's a lot of crossovers, you know, small crossovers, et cetera. You get 20 miles, 25 miles out of Detroit, pickup trucks and and you know, mid pickups and large pickups, much more prevalent. You know, you get it you get into the difference between front wheel drive, all wheel drive. So, you know, these are critically important decisions, big, big consumer expense, right? So you gotta make sure you have the right car there. And the fact that we can drill it down to the dealer and know what sells at their dealership, massively important to everybody. Steve, you get, let's, I think the audience would be interested in knowing what products you've got coming this year. So could you talk about that? And I'd be interested, I know you have electric cars coming, so I would like to know how are you preparing dealers for selling more electric vehicles? Too? Yeah, well, the two, you, you just mentioned it, right? We're going to be announcing quite soon when we're going to be bringing to market the, you know, we've got a refresh on, on Bolt and we've got a, obviously an all new Bolt EUV that's coming. And, you know, that, you know, candid, candidly, you know, we had we didn't just wait for the EUV to come. We've been prepping our dealers along the way. You know, in in the past, it was more of a California type car only, and we've expanded the markets and we've expanded the number of dealers that are truly engaged on Bolt in preparation for the Bolt EUV. And you can see it in our in our numbers, Michelle. I mean, we were, the Bolt was up twenty five percent year over year with a four year old vehicle, right? That doesn't typically happen unless you get your distribution network you know, properly engaged. So you know, the good news is we've been at it for a while. So dealers understand what the investment needs to be in, ter- in terms of, you know, critical tools and charging, et cetera. You know, the dealers that are on it understand that there's a, there's a profit opportunity. They see what's happening in terms of the, the pivot to EV, et cetera. So, you know, we look for the Bolt and the Bolt EUV to be huge, huge uh, launches for us coming up here in the very near future. Now, in addition to that, we've got a refresh on, on the Equinox, which is obviously a, a nice vehicle, and the Traverse, which has obviously been a, you know, an incredibly successful vehicle for us as well. We got a full full year of the, of the Trailblazer. You know, we're, we're, we've made the turn now into Corvette, where we've got a the first you know full year of of uh, twenty one Corvettes coming at us. So, you know, we we have. Uh, let's call it an embarrassment of riches at Chevrolet in terms of great new products coming. And I'd suggest you talk about trucks a little bit because that's been the topic and you had a good, great year despite inventory shortages for trucks last year. Yeah. And and the pickup trucks have been, you know, just off the charts strong. Right. And, 
And, you know, I'm, I'm pleased to say that, you know, between Chevrolet and GMC, we were able to, you know, to, to once again take the, you know, the pickup crown, um, you know, in terms of, uh, you know, the big three here. And that, that felt very good. Both Chevy and GMC picked up a substantial market share. You know, Chevy's back into the number two player behind Ford. And, you know, candidly, we were never satisfied with being anything but the best. So, you know, that's on the pickup side. The full-size utility side it has been terrific for us. You know, we, we have a lot of people anxiously waiting for that. The, the vehicles are turning incredibly quick. Uh, the average transaction prices, or ATP, have been exceptionally high. The consumers that have bought it love them. Um, you're seeing loyalty rates, you know, you know, spike back up. You're seeing market share uh, in the fourth quarter close to 70% in a pretty pretty profitable and important segment like full-size utilities. And, you know, of course, you know, Chevrolet, you saw the ad, right? 1935, we've been at this, not like we just started, we've been at this for a long time. So, you know, that's a critically important product for us. Steve, I'm a hardcore enthusiast. It's what's gotten me into this business in the first place. And I'm intrigued. Let's go back to uh, uh, Chevy My Way for a moment, because my understanding is not only can you talk to somebody who will walk you through the product as an enthusiast, you could even talk to some of Chevrolet's racing people and even talk to a subject matter expert that could help me set up my car if I wanted to take it to the track. Fill in the details, would you? Yeah, that's what I was. What I was talking about, John, is is that I, that's what I call the one to many, right? So if you're a if you're a Corv, Corvette enthusiast and and they're you know we're ready to make an announcement on Corvette, you know we we have one of our chief engineers or we have the person that has actually designed it actually going online and they may be talking to you and they may be talking to a thousand people all at once about some incredible new technology or something really exciting that's happening in the brand. Um, you know, think about it in terms of, you know, how we do our, even our press when we're talking to folks like you, right? You know, we can do that in the Chevy My Way studio and, and, and give you a, a, you know, a business update, you know, while we're, while we're taking a look at the great new products that we have. So it's an incredibly flexible tool that um, once again is coming right at the right time for us. The educational opportunities there are, are, are endless, and I think incredibly important as we have vehicles that have more and more technology um, coming. And and you know, if you've got a buyer who hasn't been in market for four or five years, a lot's changed, mm-hmm. <laughs> even more right. now. So that's a, a and it's been interesting to me too to see how well Bolt um, EV did even in the last quarter of of twenty twenty and for the full year. As you've described, it's it's about your marketing and your distribution. And so when you kind of put this vehicle in front of more people, you found more buyers. Is that, am I reading that right? Exactly. That's, that's exactly right. You know, so, you know, and it's funny because if you go out West, it is, it's a franchise player. You go to San Francisco, you know, probably behind Silverado, it's their number two seller. So, you know, there, there are people that were selling it, understood the product, understood the technologies in it, you know, believed in electric, et cetera. But if you went to, you know, let's say the, you know, Moyne or, you know, a smaller market that was more pickup focused, right? It wasn't, it was, it was a little bit of a niche player for us. So, you know, as we have, you know, educated our field teams, as we've been able to actually get product to, you know, more of our, our Chevy dealers, you know, we're finding that there are people that are looking for electric, not just in California, but across the whole, across the whole country. You've got a great opportunity this year too, and bringing Super Cruise to the Chevy lineup through through the Bolt EUV. Can you talk to right. us a little bit about that? And I'm really curious. I know we're not going to talk about the actual price right now, but I'm kind of curious as to how the pricing of that feature is going to play 
because it is a pretty expensive feature. It's an amazing feature, but on other vehicles, it's been pretty expensive. And 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 how are you going to be able to walk that through um, with Chevy and with the Bolt? Yeah, and and um, you know the Bolt, it's the Bolt EUV that's going to get us, which is the first product besides the Cadillacs that has this amazing technology. So we think you know you know electric folks that are buying electric are typically on the cutting edge of of technology you know, as, as a group, right? So, you know, I think having Super Cruise along with, a, you know, a terrific new electric vehicle will be a great one-two punch in, in the marketplace. Now, in terms of, it's like any technology, right? As as we sell more, you know, on the price curve, you know, the, the, the cost of, of Super Cruise will come down. And then, you know, in terms of the Cadillac, I think is what you're referring to, right? Obviously, Super Cruise is also packaged on some of the upper level trims. So it's not necessarily just Super Cruise, it's Super Cruise with a bunch of other really nice features that has a pretty hefty have has a pretty hefty price tag. So we are gonna decouple some of those features as it relates to the Bolt EUV and get that that affordability, which you know obviously Chevy needs to be, you know, engaged on, on the Bolt EUV. It, it is a really great product to bring that that feature out into the Chevy lineup. So I, it, the one-two punch there is, is pretty right. true. It, 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 I don't know if I, I assume all three of you have, have experienced. I remember the first time I drove it, and uh, there was an engineer in the back, and I'm, and I'm driving the vehicle, and and he says, you know, look at me, and I, and I was like, you know, I, I, you know, after whatever forty some years of driving, you just can't make yourself look away, right? But it, it is an amazing, it's an amazing technology for sure. So, Steve. Uh, going to be a one-time price or are you looking at having some sort of subscription service? Yeah, we're looking at a little bit of a, we're looking at a little bit of a, of a little bit of a hybrid there in terms of, you, you know, you'll buy the, you'll buy the hardware and then you'll get, you know, some level of, of service for a, for a fixed period of time. And here's the funny thing, right? And, and we know this from Cadillac is that, you know, once people experience Super Cruise, it's like, I'm, I'm never buying another vehicle without it, right? So, you know, but the idea is we've got to have, you know, that an opportunity for that person to actually experience experience the product, and then and then obviously offer them a, a subscription at a reasonable rate and, and and lock them in probably, you know, for their whole lifetime. And with that, we're going to have to wrap up the conversation. Steve Hill, thank you so much for filling us in with what's going on at Chevrolet. Thanks. Thanks. Pleasure being with you guys. Thanks. Stephanie, Michelle, great having both of you on the show as well. Thanks for having me back. Thanks.